1: It's exactly 11 o'clock Central African Time. Good morning and welcome to yet another interactive installment of African Dialogue. You're tuned into to Channel Africa, your gateway to Africa and the voice of the African Renaissance. I'm your host, Tadatol, and we're currently on the frequency 9625 kilohertz on the 31 meter band to Southern Africa. Today on the program, we look at the political landscape in the Republic of Zimbabwe. We pick points on issues that suggest that Zimbabwe is in a political crisis. This is African Dialogue, which comes to you every Monday to Thursday at 1100 hours Central African time of course you are welcome to interact with us with regards to the issues that are is of continental importance that we're unpacking on the show here today. You can follow us on Twitter at Channel Africa 1 as well as on Facebook Channel Africa or you, or you can simply SMS us your views to plus two seven seven nine six nine five seven nine three zero. If you want to email us you can do so also on info at channelafrica.org and if you are listening to us from America, you may call us on 605 475 1711 at no extra cost. Now, the much anticipated 2018 presidential election in Zimbabwe would be the, another titanic or rather colossal contest between uh, popular opposition leader Morgan Swangarai and President Robert Mugabe according to the political analyst. This after former Vice President Joyce Mujuru's political fortunes having taken a severe battering as a fledging Zimbabwe People First Party implodes following her trusted allies having been booted out of the party last week. On their part, political analysts say the the Russians currently ravaging Mujuru's party uh, means that her chances of contesting another Mugabe, against Mugabe rather, in 2018 has now taken a serious date to look at the political landscape in Zimbabwe. This morning, we are joined on the line by our Channel Africa correspondent Simon Muchema from Zimbabwe as well as Dr. Ibo Mandanza, uh, the political analyst from Zimbabwe as well. And from South Africa, we are joined on the line by Professor Sabelo Ndlovu, a political analyst from the University of uh, South Africa. Good good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, gentlemen. The
3: line is extremely bad. Good morning.
1: Uh, the you, line
3: is extremely
1: bad. Are yes. you able to hear us, though?
3: I can hear
1: you now, yes. All right. Um, uh, and also, um, I'm told that Simon is not on the line currently, so we'll be trying to get a hold of him. And of course, we've got Dr. Ibu Mandanza as well as uh, Professor Sabelo Ndrovo on the line. Good morning, gentlemen. Now, what is the current situation in uh, the country politically? Um, how would you best characterize rather uh, to people living outside of uh, the country in Zimbabwe?
3: Well, things are very tense. Yeah, Politically tense, but also full of expectations about what might happen or might not happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a high expectation. The expectation mainly around the succession issue, around um, the fate of uh, Mugabe himself, health-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the expectation perhaps naive uh, that uh, things will get better with his departure.
1: Whether it's retirement or, okay. mm-hmm. now, um, Doctor Iwo, um, obviously now in the recent past we've learned that, um, the return, the return of uh, Zimbabwean Pastor Mawarire, um, was he, he was arrested rather on his on his arrival. What transpired there? Well, I think it's just
3: diligence on the part of the security mm-hmm. uh, apparatus. Um, there was no reason to arrest him, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, there is no charge leveled against him,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and, and I think they'll have difficulty finding a charge.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, so I think it was a, a, a storm in a pickup, one might say.
1: Yeah. Do you think that this He's is out
3: a... on bail? On bail, and I don't think I don't think uh, I, I think basically uh, once he left the country last year, yeah. much of the uh, of the political expectations around this person. Mm-hmm. uh and is and, and this flag dissipated and uh, and can be seen from the very poor mm-hmm. uh, reception he received uh in court for his bail application mm-hmm. so really one might why one might say that is a is a, a passing phase mm-hmm. even though the emergence of this flag when it did emerge would reflect uh the kind of expectations and the frustrations that are that, I, that, uh, that characterizes the love
1: modern society today. Mm-hmm. Now, I'd like to bring in Professor Sabelondlovo. Um, Professor, there seems to be a growing trend with regards to uh, Mugabe's government that every time a person speaks against the government, they, they intend to be uh, tortured or rather um, sort of threatened in a way to sort of to, to, to a point of exile. Um, do you think this is a growing trend from where you're sitting?
4: Yeah, generally, in all authoritarian governments, they work that way. They, Whenever you raise oppositional uh, arguments, the interpretation is that you are an enemy rather than an opponent. And that because of that misinterpretation of things, they then tend to actually persecute those who raise a contrary or counter-argument.
1: Mm-hmm. Would you like to add on there, uh, Dr. Ibo Mandaza? Yeah, well, yes. Uh, they,
3: they tend to be preemptive uh, of the general regime.
1: Dr. Ibo? Uh, yes. Yes, we lost you for uh, a moment uh, there. Can you just repeat so. your point?
3: Uh, I was saying that, uh, as Sadella said, the uh, Kokhat state tends to be preemptive. Mm-hmm. In its, uh, its reaction to dissent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that characterizes the fear, the fear that sits in the stage itself. Mm-hmm. The fear that things might like just get out of hand mm-hmm. and and the obvious happens. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. Now, I uh, so
3: tend to be very nervous, very nervous, nervous reaction to everything that happens. From yeah. my every Maori to the, any protest to any
1: all right now uh professor sabelo i'd like for you to weigh in onto this now there seems to be a lot of fighting obviously with regards to the political parties in the country um how does one unify um unify them to fight towards one common goal in order to stabilize the country and one such example of course is the infighting uh in uh, the zimbabwe people first where uh joyce Mujuru's uh, close allies have been sort of kicked out to the curb in the party um, how would you how would you say that these parties need to unify and fight against one common goal, who is uh, President Mugabe's current rule?
4: In fact, I think historically speaking, the disease of factionalism is so ingrained in European politics that it actually haunts both the, the ruling party and the, the opposition. Mm. Uh, one of the issues is... Um, which we need to get clearly. It's a, it's a, it's a politics which is actually clusterizing around personalities rather than principles or ideology.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: If politics really crystallizes around individuals rather than principles and ideologies, then the issue of functionalism actually is a new mm-hmm. And at the moment, the what is happening in, in people first. In, it's a movement more than a political party. It was disgruntled people just who were united by being fired from a particular party and they, it was given that there was nothing which actually brings them together more than that grievance of being fired. And they, that they are falling apart now. I think it was inevitable. Mm,
2: mm.
4: But uh, your question in terms of um, uh, how do we then bring a, a formidable uh, force to, to, to confront the uh, Zimbabwe African National Union Patriotic Front in the 2018 elections. I think the the, the issues are, are, are now coming out clearly that everyone sees that the smaller pieces cannot do anything. We've been fading since 20, 2000 as, as, as fragmented opposition and that they need really to then come together around the the issues of actually rescuing the nation itself, rather than the will to power on this one. And uh, the discourse which is coming out from the opposition desks across board is that they are now seem to be learning from their mistakes and that they are trying to come, uh, and the defragram becomes obviously in Tswangerai, since Mjuru is now facing these problems she is facing.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we seem to have lost uh, Dr. Ibu Madanza. I would have asked him uh, what he thinks with regards uh, to this. But now let's just move on. Now, um, a lot of people have been tortured. Um, and it started obviously with uh, Morgan Tsangarai when the MDC gained momentum in the country in order to stabilize and fight against um, uh, Dr. Uh, Robert Mugabe at that time. And of course, uh, Morgan Tsangarai gained international prominence in the community uh, as an opponent to President Mugabe. Could we, see, could we then see that Pastor Mawarire take a back seat and be silenced like uh, Tswangarai was?
4: In fact, I think, it, 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 realistically, I think Tswangarai remains even more, the most popular, the most tested, despite the fact that he has been a serial loser, mm. whether they have been rigging the elections or not. But he still remains almost the biggest piece in terms of the opposition forces. Mawarile is just a, a latest entrant. I think there was a vacuum between the collapse of the the, the inclusive government and the, the, the fact that the opposition lost in 2013. But then there was a vacuum there. You know, with the political parties, they normally galvanize themselves when there is another possibility of another election. Hmm. In between, they tend to relax and then they... They 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 look inside, and then they tend to fight among themselves, and I think Maori came into that space mm-hmm. uh, when the opposition was no longer playing the pole. Mm-hmm. But I think Songirai remains actually the force of opposition.
1: Okay, um, we're going to have to take a quick break. But when we come back, of course, we'll be touching on the issue of uh, Joyce Mujuru and uh, what role she plays in this whole political turmoil. Remember that you can uh, tweet us at Channel Africa 1 and like our Facebook page and share your thoughts with regards to uh, the topic that we're unpacking here today, um, uh, talking about the political landscape in Zimbabwe and where it is going with regards to the um, elections in 2018.
0: Good news for our listeners in America. You can now listen to Channel Africa by phoning 605 So, if you're a Channel Africa listener in America, simply dial 605 Channel Africa, the voice of the African renaissance. Time now is
1: 18 minutes after 11 o'clock Central African time. You're still tuned in to Channel Africa, the voice of the African Renaissance. And of course, I'm your host, Tato Tola, with you up until midday this morning. Now, uh, before the break, we're speaking about, obviously, the torture of, um, variously, li- of, of, of Morgan Swangarai as a, a fierce competitor to, uh, President, uh, Robert Mugabe. And of course, uh, trying to highlight or rather to uh, compare whether, uh, uh, Pastor Mawarira Mara- uh, is also uh, likely to be silenced or tortured since seeing that he is a uh, he, he is a a strong social um comment, commentator dr ibo would you like to elaborate on that dr ibo We seem to be struggling with uh, with 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 uh, Dr. Ibo Mandaza, but we'll carry on though that conversation um, with uh, Professor Sabelo Lo Professor. Now, before uh, we went to the break, I made or rather alluded to uh, Joyce Majuro's uh, poli- uh, political standing within the current landscape of uh, the political turmoil that's happening in Zimbabwe. Where is she in this current state? I mean, um. Also, not barring the fact that uh, there's a bit of turmoil uh, within her party as well.
4: I don't think we can actually write her off uh, as a a, a major stakeholder in these opposition cycles where they are trying to actually build a coalition uh, uh, geared towards uh, uh, 2018. I think indeed, her party, uh, as young as it is, is is, is finding these the tipping problems but because she comes uh, as a senior political thinker from uh, the the ruling party uh she comes with a piece which which the opposition has always been uh uh, not having the piece of uh insider who knows how zanupia operates Mm -hmm. and the and the insider also comes from uh, the other part of the country where the opposition has been fading to actually garner enough votes and I think they cannot actually rule her out as, as as an important stakeholder in the in the in the coalition building because she comes from a uh, uh, the other part of national and where the opposition has never been doing very well and I think with her she might bring something which MTC or the MTCs have been fading to actually uh, 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 gain, gain, gain ground in that, in that part of the country.
2: Mm-hmm. And
4: uh, secondly, she she not been even a deputy president. She actually brings a lot of experience in terms of how to deal with the Zimbabwe-African National Union Patriotic Front. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that experience will be very important in the coalition.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of, 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 of the relationship between President Robert Mugabe as well as uh, uh, Mujuru, what exactly is the, 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 the beef, if I can put it in layman's term, between the two um, uh, heavy, political heavyweights?
3: Mugabe
4: um, and Mujuru.
1: Yes. What seems to be the, 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 the beef the, between them?
4: The, the, the problem is we always rely on the, on the, on the, on the press. And uh, the press obviously gives us all these other externalities in terms of what is the problem. But I think uh, <clears throat> Zanu has always been operating through trying to balance forces so that Mugabe remains in the centre. Mm-hmm. And the uh, problem perhaps was that she was actually making as one of the the, the centres within a centre. And uh, that I don't think in Zanu P F is actually tolerated because it's, it's like the bottom operand of the party is mm-hmm. actually to destroy all the centres so that to remain with one centre or to hit one centre against the other in order to sustain one. Mm-hmm. And I think was caught up in that type of uh, political configurations.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you think that um, in, 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 in what you've explained now currently with regards to obviously where Joyce Mujuro is standing in terms of the political landscape in Zimbabwe, do you think that she's likely to succeed uh, President Robert Mugabe as uh, president? I'm not sure because being
4: pushed out of the political party, it looks like now the the, the contestation for the succession of Mugabe is actually taking place within, and uh, one of the factions which actually seems to be colonizing the state institutions is the one which is led by Emerson Mnangagwa.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, being pushed out of out of the party actually weakened Mzuzu's um, chances mm-hmm. severely mm-hmm. Uh, because. Uh, is no longer counted as part of the successor to Mugabe. That's why her chances are more with the opposition, not with Zanu mm-hmm. where she was actually fired. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, with uh, regards to um, with regards to Grace Mugabe, what is the likelihood that um, Grace Mugabe might emerge as a contender for the seat of the president? Because we know that she once said that she is, of course, running the country already.
4: There was a time when there was the uh, when she actually uh, became the the, the, the stormtrooper in the savaging of Njuru and the uh, pushing her out. A lot of people thought maybe she was gaining a lot of of, of, of power to the extent that he might actually consider succeeding his his his, his, his the husband. But it looks like he, over time she has actually been quiet and uh, not as vocal as she used to be, mm-hmm. and uh, as the Mwanyagwa uh, faction is actually gaining ground, it looks like she is she is careful not to actually uh, 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 rock the boat and uh, try to to, to 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 remain neutral in such a way that she has a future beyond the husband.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I
4: doubt whether she will. Have, she is actually becoming a major force as we look into twenty eighteen and beyond. At the moment, it looks like uh, even the the the, the G forty, which used to actually crystallize around here, it looks like it's also weakening because mm. it has no strong candidate. Mm-hmm. Uh, the contender is contesting the 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 the, the faction, but without a, a clear candidate of who they want to put, and that I think has compromised the uh, joy. Uh, the wife of Mugabe and the G40s, the, 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 the,
1: G40, the hmm. Do you think that if Grace Mugabe, obviously hypothetically speaking, if she were to take on and be a president of Zimbabwe would she be ushering a new era of uh, political democracy or do you think that we'll be seeing the same kind of rule that uh, we're seeing under President Robert Mugabe?
4: You mean uh, 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 Grace?
1: Yes, Grace Mugabe. Yeah. Do you think you that we'll be seeing the same rule?
4: To me, what 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 Grace has been fighting for, was not more like democratization or anything or change of of politics, but it was more about the preservation of what they've been what they've been accumulated in the past the, uh, thirty or so years. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we can talk about a uh, possibility as ushering in. A, a new dispensation, because mm-hmm. the, the, the politics which they are, within which she is operating, is the politics really of survivalist politics of saying, what will happen if my husband dies?
2: Mm-hmm. And
4: I need maybe to have that power so that the person who takes over does not then come back to haunt the, the, first, the former first family. -hmm. And they come back to actually then dispossess. You know, with African politics, there is this possibility that once you lose power, you tend to lose everything. Mm -hmm. They then come for whatever you accumulated. And I think politics was more Mm -hmm. to that effect than really the issue of the broader issues of democratization and another new uh, dispossession.
1: All right. Now, now, with regards to um, uh, Joyce Mujuru, going back to uh, Joyce, do you think that uh, Joyce would be a unifying face for ZANU-PF? Do you agree with this? It's
4: unfortunate Unfortunately, Dr. Mandaza is now offline. I think he, he has the better appreciation of what exactly the dynamics which is happening than me who has been outside for a longer time. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me give my views on that. Yep. And they, I think... By the time she was put out of Zanu PF, she was really the face of a very popular, a very popular figure within Zanu PF,
2: mm-hmm.
4: there was a high possibility that if she was allowed to succeed or to succeed Mugabe, mm-hmm. he was going to bring that unit. Mm-hmm. But since she was removed, I think the factions have actually re-reconfigured themselves and defragmented again on other lines. Mm-hmm. Without her being the center the, the, the of anything. And because of that, I'm not sure how her coming in, because it, it means when he comes in, he comes in as brought, brought in by a particular faction. Mm-hmm. And my thinking was always that perhaps the faction like the G40, which has no candidate, was banking on bringing her back. Mm-hmm.
1: Now time now is exactly 28 minutes After 11 o'clock Central African time If you just tuned in You're listening to African Dialogue And of course we're unpacking um, The political landscape In the Republic of Zimbabwe And of course we're picking on Some of the issues um, uh, That uh, might see Zimbabwe In a political crisis Leading up to the elections in 2018 Remember that you can uh, Send us your tweets At Channel Africa 1 As well as uh, send us your SMS's On uh, 0... On plus two seven seven nine six nine five seven nine three zero, as well as your emails at info at channelafrica.org, and of course, uh, sent through uh, you may call us as well if you are from America uh, on six zero five four seven one seven eleven at no extra cost. When we come back, of course, we'll be looking at uh, President Robert Mugabe's health and whether he is um, in any way fit, uh, health wise, as well as uh, politically, uh, to stand for uh, the next term or rather for the next elections, 2018 in Zimbabwe. We'll be back straight after
0: this. Change your game. Be the voice of young African entrepreneurs. Change your game. A program that promotes open discussion. Change your game. We bring social dialogue as we highlight real issues in the global entrepreneurship ecosystem. Our mission is to produce relevant and vibrant content and conduct interviews with dynamic stakeholders within the African entrepreneurial ecosystem that informs, educates, and entertains and empowers young African entrepreneurs. Change your game. Change your game. Empowering the next generation of outstanding African entrepreneurs. Tune in on Fridays, ten hundred hours to 10.45 a.m. Central African Time. And on Saturdays, 1300 hours to 1400 hours Central African time. Channel Africa, the voice of the African Renaissance.
1: Time now is 29 minutes before the top of the hour, midday. you still tuned into African Dialogue with myself, Tata Tolo, standing in for Benjamin. On the line, we're joined, of course, by Professor Sabe Londovo, who We're, of course, uh, discussing the political landscape in the Republic of Zimbabwe. And we're unpacking some of the issues that affect um, uh, the political landscape leading up to the 2018 uh, elections. Now, before the break, uh, Professor, I alluded that um, uh, President Robert Mugabe, of course, course is is currently frail and uh do you foresee that um that 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 president robert Mugabe might survive some of the official state events that he's needed to attend to and of course there was a cut date that was scheduled to determine his ability to function as a head of state and was subsequently struck off the roll why was this uh,
4: speaking not from a, a legal perspective but uh, uh, I want to agree with those people who were uh, actually saying President Mugabe is no longer fit to hold the office. Not fit in terms of being politically legitimate, but not fit in terms of the physical ability. I mm-hmm. think it, we must all agree that he, he has seen the, the, the light of, the, of his years. And uh, as such, I don't think he will be able really to execute himself effectively. Mm-hmm. In a country like Zimbabwe, where we need, we need to revamp institutions, we need to reimagine the, politi- the political itself, we need to re-engage in terms of uh, reviving the economy, we need somebody who will be active in terms of uh, rebuilding the international status of the country. I don't think Mugabe, with, 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 with that advanced age, is the right person to actually lead us in that direction. -hmm. So I'm thinking the the issue here is when politics becomes really defined as the will to power at any cost, Mm -hmm. that the issue of removing Mugabe as a candidate by ZANU-PF, the fear was that it will lead to actually the total collapse of the party. Mm -hmm. And therefore, in order to keep the semblance of party unity, they then have to use the president even in his advanced state, knowing his incapacities in terms of of, of age. But the other thing is that um, it looks like President Mugabe is also hostage to his own politics.
2: Hmm.
4: Uh, He might actually even be willing to retire, but I think the the politics he built over the years allow that, that space for him to... Because the factions, they always want... No faction actually wants to go straight and confront him they mm-hmm. always want to say you are in support of him were in support of him because he is now sort of a shrine within the political center mm-hmm. within which everyone goes in terms of actually legitimizing the, the worship and I think that way it's, it's problematic and the, the very fact that the courts tended to turn down that is also the sign of this issue of a, the colonization of institutions by political parties and particularly by the executive whereby even the courts are actually timid in confronting a, a sensitive question like in capacity.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, do you think that uh, obviously with the recent uh, um, recent happenings in uh, the Gambia on how ECOWAS pressured the IHM to relinquish power, could we see this in the near future and SADC also pushing the same agenda to Zimbabwe?
4: Immediately we, we we saw that happening in the ECOWAS. One of the questions was that are they moving only because it is a small country like Gambia. If it is a bigger country were they going to take the same actions. Mm-hmm. But it looks like ECOWAS has built a, a capacity to do that over time. And like SADIC. but it still the issue of liberation war comradia is still actually determining a lot of of, 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 of interrelations, despite the changes in, uh, in leadership in Namibia, changes in Mozambique uh, and other countries. But uh, in Zimbabwe, generally, I don't see starting having the spine to say if, they are, if there is an electoral crisis, then they move like what ECOS to, to actually restore legitimacy in that country. They, they failed us many times, so I don't think there is anything which can change. Mm -hmm. as as, as we look into uh, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm
1: post-2018. Well, uh, Professor, are there any closing remarks that you'd like to share with us um, as we obviously wrap up the conversation that we're having right now with regards to the political landscape in in Zimbabwe leading up to the elections in 2018?
4: I think one of the major things which we need to actually think about more carefully is that as we move into eighteen elections, what is it that has changed on the ground in terms of ensuring the fairness and the freeness of the election? Because the coalitions can be built. Uh, but as long as the the, the cost of this reeking a uh, force, which nobody knows where it is located, unless we've unlocked that, we might actually be going for repetition without change. That would be my last remark.
1: All right. Thank you very much, uh, Professor Sabelundrov, political analyst at the University of South Africa, joining us on the line, of course, talking about uh, the political landscape in the Republic of uh, Zimbabwe and, of course, just leading up to the elections in 2018. If you do, of course, have your thoughts uh, that you'd like to share with us on social media, the conversation does continue there at Channel Africa One on Twitter and on Facebook as well. Channel Africa, like our Facebook page and leave your comments there, of course, and uh, send us an SMS on 079 695 7930. Of course, use the uh, dialing code PLUS27 and email us info at channelafrica.org and uh, for those who are listening, of course, across America, you can do so by calling us on 605 475 at no extra cost. Time now is 23 minutes before the top of the hour at 12 o'clock and of course uh, we play out with the song um, uh, Chim- Chimarenga Zimbabwe by Maria table.
5: gele a makamoni bona mukavana boka e e malele dikaba koko Na bana fika boke ba bona boka fica o ibete bona boka fica o simba bue ipanato suva benissa e benema I'm going eh, go to
2: the
5: city of ba I'm going to Africa, I'm going Zimbabwe, hola am oh. e, e eh, eh. Africa, There Africa, oh, liberté, on oh. e e eh, eh. a bougafrika, Zimbabwe. va boué, libanda tous va et poubelle, puissant et belé, à ma cabo bingi, on la mouka ma bana si, ba.
1: That's the music from uh, Maria Table.